Chapter 31 The Moon and Her Three Faces As I pondered about the peak of human potential, there I found it as unrestricted and wild, as the anima of something as primal and fearless. There exists an urge within the ethical warrior that fights to protect every creature, man, woman, and child. Glowing and radiant, the light of my spirit was invisible like a ghost. I never heard a single word from that silent being wearing Orion's belt, but I still asked the universe the question that mattered most. Who am I? Now the person who answered did not have a body or mind. The answer waited within my own heart as I sped through space when it revealed that I am you and we are divine. Together through all, existence is a blessing, not a curse. We are the fruit of the grapevine, and our spirit is sown throughout the entire universe. Light creating shadows, fearlessness beyond form. Our essence is the purity of truth, and life is the potential of creation where God's spirit transforms. Ever since I entered into life, I found that the only truth is how all things change. Speeding through the cosmos, I was sent on a mission through the Milky Way where a unique galaxy was arranged. Upon the path, I passed thousands of suns, all distant specks of the morning star scattered throughout infinity, and then the light in my heart was pulled toward a very specific one. These planets were familiar, and I could sense a lush globe open to new births, passing by Neptune, Uranus, Saturn, and Jupiter. I sped past Mars when I first gazed upon Earth. What a beautiful planet. It was a blue and green gem. She was the ripest fruit in the entire universe, and her oceans contained the sweetest nectar at the very end of creation's stem. I wish you could see her from space. Then you'd realize the mystery of all cosmic order, where there is no need for wars or battles, no place for walls or borders. Near the end of this journey, I found that my trajectory would end soon, and just as I wondered where this arrow would take me, I landed upon Earth's distant moon. I touched down upon the regolith as I looked on in awe. The Earth herself is a miracle, the perfection of God without a single flaw. For so long I wondered about heaven, and how I never realized it was always right here. Don't you see that Earth is divine? And that's why they taught me to smile at fear. Eat or be eaten. That's how those creatures spend their days, while the people follow orders of complex governments. Why do they listen to lies they should not obey? Said a woman's voice from the dark side of the moon. I did not want to move. Her voice gave me the chills. She hid somewhere in the darkness, far off over the endless gray hills. From up here it looks so peaceful, yet down on earth the humans are content with madness and war. I've been waiting for them to find out the truth, but I'm not sure how they'll find peace anymore. Said a different woman's voice from behind me. This woman was half in the light and half in the darkness. Pacing forward, I located my awareness and placed it in my heart. Oh, how did these humans go wrong? And what if there was a chance for a fresh start? Had they gotten so lost in the material world? Have they forgotten about the power within every soul? There I could see the light within the hearts of billions of animals, plants, and humans who were all connected 
united, and whole. But how did their leaders come to lie? Why did those hoarders cheat and steal? Some of those people were living with all the comforts in the world, while the less fortunate couldn't even find a meal. Something had to change, or why something was not quite right. And that's when I saw an unusual woman lingering on the other side of the moon when a chase goddess came into sight. Hello, my morning star. I've been waiting for so long. Tell me it's true that you came all the way from the source. Are you the link that belongs? Said a holy woman in white. I'm part of the light that's left, and earth is my home. But tell me, holy goddess, why has the earth been disconnected from the divine throne? This is the power of freedom. We cannot dictate how the children of God live. Yet God the Father and God the Mother are the source of love that continues to give. This light is always available, yet this divine connection is cut off when abused or misused. And the only way to reconnect the people with the divine source is by quieting the senses through meditation, prayer, and union so that the truth comes back into view. She said, then let us show them the truth. Can we teach the people the way? If only you revealed yourself to them in person, then all the spirits of earth would soon bow and pray. Every problem would be solved, and every question would be answered, and... But that's not my path. Rather, we need to show them the Leela of the Cosmic Dancer. She said, A Leela? What on earth do you mean? We need to invigorate that globe with abundance and love. Please, God the Mother, will you give us our dream? Tell me, my son, what vision do you see? If you want to change this world, then that change is who you must be. She said, Gazing upon the earth, I wondered about a solution. If only the people could live with peace, love, and truth, then in turn, the people would be their own resolution. Will I picture a life of peace, where the natural world upholds her truest beauty, where selfishness is purified by love, so that the earth can be a place where the highest calling of humans is a merciful duty? Let the patriarchy care for this world, rather than seek domination or control. May our fathers uplift our spirit to unite all beings as one grand and universal soul. May our mothers be brave, for it is they who uphold truth's sharpest sword. Let them dictate the severity of judgment, for in every mother's heart is the nonviolent means she strives for. If only the people could see their own light, then our vibrations would be raised to the highest ideal. Surely you know the way of truth and love. Go on and teach us so that the entire earth may heal. You speak about the purity of peace and the ecstasy of love's bliss. Yet I gave this to the earth long ago. But again and again, the humans choose selfish paths, and so my offering of heaven on earth was ultimately dismissed. When the people want to come together, they will unite the pure and perfect land. But for that to happen, an enlightened soul must go to the other shore alone, and that is an impossible task for any human woman or man. Only the one who departs knowing they cannot win is worthy of discovering the truth. For whoever accepts such a path with fearlessness in their heart, then it is that person who cannot lose. The nature of our spirit is flawless, as the soul is perfect and pure. The only reason the land appears to be beaten and bruised is because the people are still misguided by ego and fear. 
Let them awaken in time. This is what freedom allows, she said. But I don't understand. There is so much magic in the cosmos. Can't you just spark them with the truth? Then you'll awaken them to the peace that is ever so close. You're already looking down upon them. Just please wake them up. Tell me the story of creation and show them the bliss waiting in your divine cup. Remind them how the soul is eternal and teach them to drink from the fountain of youth. If only they could be reminded of the love of God, then they would remember the truth. Love and truth are very different, yet they are made from the exact same thing. I represent compassionate love, and it is my sister who holds the sword that cuts away whatever lies may cling, she said. This was the woman behind me, and so I turned to see her face. This woman was like the waxing and waning moon. What's going on here? I thought the moon was one woman alone. Aren't you the only holy mother who sits atop the pillar of Severity's throne? She sits in the middle way, the way truth is revealed. And if you want the earth to learn, then there are lessons that must be learned before these people can heal, said the first goddess. Don't be swayed, darling. There is but a third way. Stay close to me, child. And if we smile at fear, there is no need to be afraid. Now this third woman arrived from the dark side of the moon. I bowed to them as a trinity, and while at their feet, I saw heaps of treasure and boon. Who are you and where do you hail from? The original two women did not scare me, but once I saw the third woman, there was part of me that wanted to run. And so the pure woman in white spoke. I am Saraswati, the goddess of knowledge, music, art, speech, wisdom, and learning. I am the pooling water of creation that keeps the oceans of eternity always churning. Then the second woman stepped forth and spoke. I am Lakshmi, and I will lead you to your goal. I am the balance between the light and darkness, as I can lead your path to unite all souls. I am the goddess of fortune, power, beauty, and prosperity. I am the great mother who changes spirit into form, as I hold the creative power of birth and fertility. Now the third woman came forward and spoke. I am Parvati, and I appear in many forms. I have the strength of a lioness, and I hold the power of fire from which all spirit transforms. Like lightning in the night, my voice is that of unconquerable thunder. The people fear me because they cannot grasp who I am, since I hold the mysterious energy of Shakti's wonder, she said tapping the ankh in my heart. Now I could see who they were, so vivid and glorious. Together these were all the aspects of her. The lens in my heart revealed their other bodies through the paths of their spiritual past. And now I saw three ancient goddesses all holding their respective staffs. Here I saw them as Diana, Luna, and Hecate, the three magical goddesses of the moon. And however many times I tapped the ankh in my heart, their perfected attributes always stayed in tune. They were unique and whole, but together they were one. Three faces to the mother of life. These were the three aspects from which every soul on earth had come from. But what am I doing here? Pick one of us, darling. You'll need only one of us to show you the way. Ask us any questions you'd like, because the truth is all we can say, said Diana. Which way? The way Om. Home? Yes, Om, she said, 
And where is home? Omani Padme home. Omani Padme home? Yes, Omani Padme home. I don't think we're talking about the same home. My home was on Earth. Omani Padme home is the way. Harmony of the head and the heart. Om is home because every soul connects the whole where all spirits start. Shining upon the earth, I am the full moon, collecting awakened souls once they leave their bodies, but not a moment too soon. Hecate is the dark one, the bewitcher of bounty and boon, while Luna is the variety between my brightness and the mystery of the new moon. We change the tides, we sweep all the ready souls back into the stars, and our power lies in our proximity as our hands stretch near and far. The moment the body dies, we take hold of their head-heart connection and lift the soul higher. This strand of life is the morning star, and this is the magic of the moment where a soul's journey transpires. Home is Om, the connection between the heart and the head. Home is the expression of love in the heart that continues on long after any living body is dead. Om is the Tao, the way the universe flows. Tao is the fruit that the grapevine grows. And when the time is right, and it seems that time is now, we use our choice to fall in union, and we reunite with the Tao. This union is nature. Their life becomes art. Go on and live in the now, and we'll connect the head with the heart. She said, bewitched by this moment, I tap the ankh in my heart to see if this was the woman who first made me believe. The lens came clear. Now the truth came into view. Rhea, the mother of gods, of course I bow to you. Pick one of us, darling, as only one of us can be your bride for the way down. Remember this moment because you'll need it. Pick any one of us to be your bride this time around, said Rhea. Rhea, Artemis, and Aphrodite? We are your guardians, the one who have been watching all along. We are the ever-changing women weaving a deeper bond. Our connection is within the heart. Our intelligence lives in love. Let me take you through the valley of death far below and raise you through rebirth to the highest heavens above, said Aphrodite. From now until eternity, this union will pull at your soul for the rest of all life, said Rhea. She was the pure one, the pinnacle of motherhood, and the grandest great mother who turned the earth into a home. She was the caretaker of all our sisters and brothers, with the power behind the ohm. She sat highest atop the pillar, right beside the great and grandfather. And this was the queen who set the world in motion. She was the greatest wonder of water. She was Mary, the mother of God, the divine ocean. But Aphrodite was pure love. Her beauty would make anyone believe in magic. She was the cure for any closed heart, and to pass up her is beyond tragic. The perfect lover. She was all that was good, and I'd been dreaming about a woman like her all my life, as a child and through adulthood. <clears throat> the third woman cleared her throat. That was Artemis of the Hunt, that woman who made me feel most safe, yet totally afraid. The master of all weapons. She was the one I would never betray. You said we were a pack. Now you're the same as me. We follow no one because we don't look back. We're heading into battle, darling, and I promise you'll need the Queen of Swords. Pick me, and you'll find your innate worth. Dignity will be your reward, she said. 
but this choice is not mine. How can I say which goddess is right for me? When I look into the gate of all your hearts, I know that all of you had a great influence upon the man I came to be. Long ago, the queen told me about a code. This is the wisdom to which I was bestowed. Not I, but us. And so it is all women to whom my life is owed. Oh, stop teasing. Tell these women that it's me who your heart desires. After all I've done for you, you better pick me, because I'm the queen who will forever guard our empire, said Artemis. Don't listen to her. As I taught you about moderation and courage, pick me as your bride, as I am the love that holds together the greatest marriage, said Aphrodite. No use in preaching to him. Remember, my child, you mustn't lose sight. Look deep in your heart, and there you'll find the answer that is right. Listen to your intuition, but remember the gateway is closing soon. Earth and the sun are in solstice, which creates the perfect union with the moon. After that, it just takes a leap. Why not take my hand, and I'll lead you back to Earth. I'll make sure you have the finest body before we get your spirit into the next birth, said Rhea. Birth? What do you mean? You'll need a new body to play in the game of life's greatest dream, she said. And what about death? When does it end? The way goes on. The town never rests. Each soul goes ohm, and the moon is the cosmic machinery that gets the spirit reset. Up or down, there's nowhere you lose. Every experience is gained, and I'll lead you back up the tree of life, where bliss will be your boon, said Rhea. I took a moment to think, since this gateway wouldn't be open forever. Then I looked at those three bright stars of Orion's belt, and I examined the three goddesses, imagining what it would be like to marry one of them and surrender to their unique treasure. But this journey was not mine. This path was not about me. And so I came up with an idea to make sure the light of our universe would forever be set free. I look up to Orion and bow, and there I remember that the lightning of Zeus runs through me. But when I look out upon the earth, there is something troubling that I see. It is she who needs a protector. That planet is heaven in disguise. The earth is a divine wonder, but the humans have covered her in filth and lies. This choice isn't about me, but if this is a decision where I cannot defer, then if I must choose my bride for eternity, then I choose her. I turned my back to the three goddesses and bowed to the woman who granted me my human birth. And so if I had to live and die forever, then I would do it protecting Gaia. For above all women, I most adored the earth. Somewhere out there, I do believe that there was a perfect woman for me. But it wasn't I who mattered in this decision. Rather, I would do anything in my power to set her earth free. And so the mother came forward to extend a loving embrace. Surely one of the goddesses was disappointed. And so one of them waited behind me keeping her own space. Then it felt like one goddess was angry, and it felt like she was quite upset. I heard her come running across the moon when her claws pierced through my back and ripped through my chest. The lens in my heart shifted when I saw who she really was. She was a fierce lioness named Kali, and this cat began to claw through my soul and destroy me with her love. You made us a promise, and you said you'd protect all that's true. It doesn't matter who you choose as your bride, because I pick you, said Kali. 
all of my strength was gone when I looked up at the stars. I saw Earth down below, but she was ever so far. Then Kali raised a sword high and winked with one eye. Next she slit my throat open when I knew I was bound to die. With my head in her hands, she drank my blood. Now the reason I did this is out of eternal love. Forever we are one, and now the Earth will know my wrath. Whatever happens next is a consequence for all the dictators, rulers, and corrupt politicians who tried to bury my path. I am within the spirit, and my fury cannot be escaped. A new cycle is upon us, and I call it destiny and fate, said Kali. Now I thought I heard a kitten when a certain static began to hum. What was it saying? Oh, money, bed me home? Now I heard a rhythm. Yes, I heard the pounding of Ruger's drum. Kali gripped me by my hair as she pinned me down by the one dread hanging from my head. And so I wondered how this could be love since it felt like a jinx instead. There on the moon's spinning sphere, I saw the three magical phases, full, new, waxing or waning. But I still couldn't tell which bride had picked me because this goddess named Kali existed within all her three faces. I tried to look closer, yet she was the darkest woman from what I could see. But all I heard was Rudra's drumbeat when the wind whispered, that woman is the destroyer named Maha Kali. I had to surrender, for this was not my choice. But then I heard that tiny kitten meow when the three women of the moon also heard that tiny cat's voice. On the far side of the moon, I saw that little kitten covered in darkness and dust. There I found a glimmer in its eyes that I knew I could trust. The cat began running, and it took off like a rocket. Now it began moving with such speed it elevated like a comet. Oh no, said Kali. Which kitten is that? I watched her tap the ankh in her heart when she transformed into Bast. The kitten was picking up speed, but this goddess wouldn't let me go. Then that tiny kitten leapt at us when Kali's fury began to glow. The kitten seemed to be protecting me when it knocked us all off our feet. There I fell from the stars when Bast let go of me as I watched her transform into Artemis from ancient Crete. Spinning out of control in space, all I could see was the hidden possibility in this kitten's eyes. I held the kitten in my arms when I realized this kitten's form was a veil and mask in disguise. Then I heard the kitten whisper, Remain close to the great spirit. Treat the earth and all its inhabitants with respect. Let us work together to benefit all of mankind. Then I'll do the rest. This kitten was a boy, but I could not tell who he was. And as I looked closer, there was something written under its paws. Each nail was a great sword, and there I saw the word kismet written on its claws. But who are you? I am God's will, and justice is my only law, it said.